0: Right now on the Ringer Gambling feed and all throughout the entire month of August, the East Coast Bias Boys are getting you ready to bet the NFL this season. We're going through each and every single division and revealing our favorite futures, predicting division winners, and even giving you some award winners. Do we think the Kansas City Chiefs will repeat or will they be dethroned? Tune in now to find out on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Rolls and burn! Shout out
1: to that guy, guys. The major Oh my goodness. It's professional wrestling.
0: The king of kings. 24 seconds. A thousand percent. Confirmed. Not mage. mage.
2: Stay mage and enjoy yourself ma 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 mut ma 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 mut 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 m Mut 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 mut
0: mut
2: Peter Rosenberg. Shout out to that guy, Greg. I like delicious chicken. It was Rapunzel. It was repugnant. It's professional,
1: it's professional. Wrestling. Wrestling.
2: wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's number one sports and recreation podcast is back on a big SummerSlam Tuesday. That's right, the big go home before SummerSlam. I can't believe it's already here. It feels a little crazy, but it is coming up this Saturday in Detroit, Michigan. I come to you from New York City your forever 24/7 champion Peter Rosenberg joining me from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the home of WrestleMania 40. Oh yeah. Is stat guy Greg?
1: Oh yeah. And I tell you I cannot wait for uh, WrestleMania 40, but like you said, this Saturday though, we got we got a big SummerSlam. SummerSlam uh this
2: week Depristine will be on the Friday episode scheduling wise made more sense to do that although I'm gonna have to figure out where exactly I'm doing that episode I go out to Detroit on Friday morning I'm in a, I'm in a bit of a confusing travel situation because uh, Natalie uh, God bless her decided to up and go to Iceland what yep Iceland see you later gone <laughs> Wow. Gone like the wind. Um she went to Iceland for a few days, so I'm like, damn, how am I going to So I, I she gets back Friday, I leave Friday. So we're going to figure it all out though. Everything's going to be fine. The dogs are going to be covered. Um and we're going to get out to Detroit. I'm going to have a luxurious dinner with Sam Roberts on Friday night.
1: Oh yeah. Raising Cane's
2: g- with all the sauces. I'm not going to be able to Yeah, that's what Sam wants. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to drag Sam to a restaurant. You know, maybe I'll just bring him to Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually do have to think about where I should go to eat in Detroit this time. I was just there. Yo, I haven't been to Detroit since like 2010 or 11 when Saif and I interviewed Eminem and Royce da 59 for One App. Yeah. And then I'm twice, I'm there twice this summer. I went earlier for Sneaker Con, I went and took in an Orioles game. This is before they were the first place Baltimore Orioles. This oh, is when phew. they were They were like the fourth place Baltimore Orioles. And uh, now I'm back in Detroit again and going to chill out on Friday night after the K show. SummerSlam on Saturday. I'm just, I guess what I'm trying to say is as I babble on and on, it ain't saying nothing. uh, I wonder how SummerSlammy it's going to feel this year. It's interesting because I don't know personally anyone who's not
1: doing work i don't think i know anyone who's just going well i mean we're in a little bit of a bubble right in terms of just like you've been doing this for so long that when you go to one of these towns for one of these shows first of all you're also working number one no no of course that's what i'm saying so but but how many people do you know that would just travel for like shows like this. I mean, Mania, of course. But well, but over the last couple of years, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe
2: you're right. Maybe it's just the fact that there are even people who normally go for work who aren't going. But like, it felt like over the last couple of years, SummerSlam really beca- felt like Mania adjacent.
1: Yeah, it did, but, but remember what it was like for these past couple of years, right? It was either anchored in New York or anchored in LA. So, no, you, how many years back are you going? What kind of time vortex are you in, SGG? Come on. And all, uh, all the years I've been on Cheap Heat, most of those SummerSlams have been in New York or LA. Not the last couple years, though. Not the last couple. You're right. Not the last couple. But Let's, the ones that form these memories of like being at SummerSlam and meeting up with people and connecting with people, a lot are of them were that. LA.
2: But here's how far back we go it hasn't been in Brooklyn since 2018. Okay. That's a, that's a
1: while now. I'll give it to you. That's a while now.
2: Then it was 19 in Toronto. I missed it, unfortunately. Then 2020, I'm back, but we're in
1: the Thunderdome. <laughs> 21. Shout out to the Thunderdome, by the way. Shout out to the Thunderdome. <laughs> RIP should... to the Thunderdome. By the
2: way, it's so funny too. That take is now aging like fucking milk, nah, because nah. the the buildings are so good right now that it's really
1: it's it started out aging okay. You know why it's, the take is aging like trash though? Because the WWE universe has stepped up. They heard you. They they the hate has dissipated because you. My take was was let the. Let the Monday Night Raws and the SmackDowns breathe in the Thunderdome so that we can get these storylines popping so that they're hot for the pay-per-views. But now the stories are hot on Mondays, they're hot on Friday. Hell, they're hot on Tuesdays, and they're hot at the PLE. So that that the, the yeah. w universe. So it's aging like
2: fine milk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's uh, aging here, like milk. So, so, so. <laughs> thunderdome in 20 in 21 and here's what i'm referring to uh, the last two years okay 21 really felt uh mania adjacent because it was at Allegiant stadium in las vegas yeah so that like we had a heat and greet yeah i remember that it, then last year it was in cashville which was at, mage at nissan stadium and that was pretty mage and felt like a big deal. It was Ric Flair's last match. Was that week? There was all that different stuff going on. We went to
1: the roast of Ric Flair. Had a had a ball. Had a ball
2: at the roast of Ric nah, Flair. That, yo,
1: <laughs> I feel like I can't repeat a lot of those jokes, but they were they were all very <laughs> very hilarious. They're I don't know where like, somebody could see it if they haven't seen it, but that show was hilarious. The,
2: the Jericho's wife jokes in particular, oh, oh tremendous. Oh my god. Um, and so okay so it's really just two years it's the last two years in Las Vegas and Nashville now it it should be noted SummerSlam is at Ford Field it is right, at a it's huge a football fo- stadium yeah. it's a football stadium so when you turn on that, t- that TV that peacock when you jump on the cock <laughs> on Saturday oh yeah it's going to feel big time oh yeah <laughs> I really shouldn't have framed it that way and then said <laughs> talked about how it's going to feel but I just, I do wonder how many people uh, I'll run into. Um, I'm, I'm trying to look. I'm, I'm just curious right now for what a SummerSlam ticket looks like on Ticketmaster. I'm
1: looking Isn't right. It even now. available on Ticketmaster. Are
2: they well, sold you out? know, th- now they have the 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 verified resale, so tickets are always available on Ticketmaster. Oh yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Okay.
2: It's always so misleading in that way. All right, ringside. I can get you in, and when I say me, I mean Ticketmaster. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm lo- I'm looking at the ring.
1: Uh, I'm looking at the fourth row. Hey, listen, that's that's prime seating. I feel like if you go back past six, then it then it gets a little dicey with the people in front of you standing up and and maneuvering. Now nah, four,
2: you're still lit. Yeah, four verified resale twenty two hundred bucks. Now, how about the back of that hard cam side? Back of that section. If you were to go to like what looks like, I don't know. You're back a little bit. 750. That's not bad. Honestly, 750 to be like 10 rows back from the ring. Now, remember, it is Detroit. These prices are going to be a little better than they were, I'm sure in Las Vegas. Right. But 750 ain't <laughs> bad nah 750 is not bad and then you could be ringside fourth row on the other side let's see for 1988 and that's not oh no that's a resale these are all resales and now so let's get you more reasonable tickets just to be how about this how about the second row
1: off the floor this is a nice seat very nice seat now, second row off the floor in those first risers, that's also very good because you you can you can still be very close to the ring and because you're a little off the floor, you, you can, can see right into the ring. With They can stand up, they can sit down, they can do whatever they want to do 300. In, the in front of you and you're looking still dead in the ring. 300 bones. That's, that's beautiful. And then if
2: you want to just be in the building and don't care how high up you are. If you want to sit in the stink seats... You could get one sixty. It looks like as a resale ticket to be up in the bill. That's a lot to sit with
1: Sting. To sit with Sting, one sixty.
2: Yeah, that's a lot to sit with Sting. Yeah,
1: no, that that is is a lot to sit with Sting.
2: Now maybe let me check this other side. This is really sitting with Sting. This joint looks like you're practically on the roof. Wow, this one's two thirty one. What? That's again. These are resale. So I guess they sold these. Yeah, people. Well, WWE
1: sold those, but now people are trying
2: to. I'm gonna filter out. I'm getting rid of, I just eliminated the resale seats. I have filtered out the resale seats. I can't deal with (laughs) it. It's unrealistic. I want to know what tickets are actually available.
1: Not I'm being charged an arm and a leg. And guess what? If If those tickets are still available, when it gets close to showtime, you can probably get those for like half of what they're asking for right now. All
2: right. They're looking for verified tickets for me. So well either way, if you want to make the trip to Detroit, say come say hello to your friend. okay. I'll be out there. Now I have a contest to, to tell everyone about. How about this oh, SUG? Yeah, this is I got something for the people. Wow So wow, wow, wow. There was a lot of conversation. We had all the great proper cloth conversation. everyone was chatting about proper cloth and you know, I talked quite a bit about um varvados. And uh, my Varvedo suits that I like to wear on the, on the kickoff shows, I'll be wearing one this weekend, I believe. And uh, we heard from the people. People okay. said, this is, this is unrelatable content, you know, talking about expensive suits and being bored on vacation and blah, blah, blah. Who the hell do you think you are, Rosenberg? And I said, you know what? Maybe the people out there, what they need is to feel the luxurious garments on their own body so what i have in my possession is a john varvatos 46 regular is the size it's a 46 regular you're out of the, you're out of you're out of it sgg yeah you need long off top right yeah off, off top but most normal people <laughs> you, you should be good and, and 46 you know i'm a 42 i'm a 42 short really um 46 (laughs) regular these are not huge running suits so even if you're more normally like a 44 you could probably do this um i have a brand new black varvado suit should i just tell the full story and be honest about what happened with it (laughs) why i have it don't ruin the contest
1: but yeah well no it's not gonna ruin the the
2: contest essentially i have these suits that were worn at the wedding by my groomsmen and one was purchased for someone it didn't fit and I was about to return it I went you know what I got these at such a good price rather than just return it why not we turn around and give it to the people and have a little contest that's, here so someone gets a that fresh? Is,
1: that's Mage. That's that, Mage. That's why, Mage. Why, why, why would is, you keep? Why would you keep that story from the people? This is a Rosenberg wedding. No, this is the wedding. This gift. is a,
2: this this what this is the same suit that Dip was wearing. Now his was in a miniature Ken doll size, right? Of course, but this is the same black <laughs> John Varvado suit, unworn, that would have been worn at the Rosenberg wedding. And here's the contest. Ready? That's brilliant. Natalie has as you've been if you've been paying attention to the podcast you may have been sensing you may have been sensing a bit of a heel turn from Miss Haddon there appears to be she says the other day she said I missed me there's a lot of weird heelish things being said the contest that I'm going for right here is I want you to email rosenbergbeats at gmail.com and you can make the subject Varvedos contest and whoever can write the best heel turn story for the Miss Hatton character will read them on the air, SUG. And the three of us, or if depending of dips here, the two of us will vote <laughs> on the best heel turn story for the Miss Hatton character. That person will be sent. Boom. FedEx, Varvados, right, brand right to new your suit. Right to your doorstep. 46 regular. So listen, if you're a very small writer, this may not fit you. And if you're a really large writer, this may not fit you. But if you're a medium to heavy-sized writer, you got yourself a suit. <laughs> and I bet if you're even a little smaller than that, you could get it taken in. And uh, if you're a little bigger, you could get it let out a bit. So that those are that's what's on the table. If you want to get down with it, RosenbergBeats at com. And speaking of a heel turn for speaking of a heel turn for miss hatton miss hatton this week decided all of a sudden i was minding my own business and she says i'm going to iceland and i said excuse me and apparently there is a once every 150 to 300 year what volcanic eruption
1: she's going to photograph it from the air
2: and she is going to she got a she got a new drone and she jumped in the plane with her drone and she is now in iceland and i by the way i she's napping right now she just arrived if you want to hear what real heel miss hatton sounds like let's let's try right now this could be a real heel situation <laughs>
0: It was really tough. It's really hard right now.
2: <laughs> Natalie, I have to tell you, you're currently on the GP podcast.
0: That's fucked up.
2: But I miss you. This is torture. Are you so... I miss me? because I'm
0: not me right now. I feel like death. Oh, my God. And now I have to hike for three hours. Oh.
2: I better get some fire shots. Do you? uh, Wow. It sounds like you, it sounds like if this was the morning show, you deserve a congratulations. You played yourself because you are very tired and miserable and you did this. There's only one person to blame. Miss. I
1: spent a lot of money to do this. You really (laughs) did.
2: Do do you say hello to SGG?
1: Hi, Natalie. Greg. What up?
2: What's up? (laughs) I can't wait to see those pics. Yeah, we can't wait to see the pictures, Natalie. Can't wait. Did you call me the first time, too, and I yelled at you? No, I wish that one was on the podcast. It, it wasn't. <laughs> I was so, I was like, she barked so on annoyed. Me. She barked on me. Um, Natalie, we just announced the big contest for a John Varvado suit for whoever can come up with the best storyline for the Miss Hatton heel turn. Ooh. <laughs> so the contest is oh, out there. I'm
1: excited there. for that.
2: I know you are. We know. We know. Um, all right, honey. Just wanted to make sure you're awake in Iceland, and we're going to continue with the wrestling talk now.
1: Hey, have right,
0: fun. No, thank you. We will Pray miss you. Pray for good weather and an easy hike.
1: <laughs> Word. Greg said he misses you. I said we will miss you. Oh, I,
0: I miss me, too.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <My>. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> She's in Iceland, ladies and gentlemen. Who, who does that? Um, all right. So SGG, we are just a few days away from the slam of the summer. That's right. And I think we'll probably do the smartest thing here. Oh, no. Why is the phone ringing? I'm sorry. I think we should um, probably do the smartest thing here. And that is simply go down the card. Oh, yeah. You know? And then and, and do a little mailbag and get ourselves ready here for the slam of the summer um before we get into it did you watch did you happen to watch collision on saturday night i did not happen to watch collision on saturday
1: night you have not yet watched the segment of the tag match i have not i saw the end though i did see the end i I heard everybody talking about it
2: now i, I didn't talk to other people i was just hanging out with uh brian Mann. we were watching before we watched the terrence crawford fight um did it was did people think it was mage people did think it was mage i think it was mage i, I it was
1: you know, you know me i, I don't it. care what the people think <laughs> Not, exactly
2: i was worried if you don't know what happened spoiler alert you should go watch it but they lost the match to ftr and they hardcore tease that max is going to turn on cole he's holding the title like he's about to take him out and and cole's like do what you got to do man but
1: cole didn't turn around though like but cole didn't turn around he, he's facing he the other direction knew.
2: He's, he's facing the other direction. He's like, just do what you got to do, man. And Max is standing there holding the back. I got to tell you, that was new. That was something. Max holding the title while Cole's facing the other direction being like, just do what you got to do. I don't know that I remember that being done before. Like I don't think the, so either. I know someone's going to turn on me. I accept it. I don't know. And I'm sitting there going, please don't do this. Two reasons. One were this I'm not saying this is like the forever MJF face turn but like it's it's now kind of become a real face turn in some ways like Well yeah, he
1: didn't cuz he didn't do it. He went against Well no no no, no. but
2: even before. So I I'm already like I've already been like I think they're kind of far down the road with it and people are loving it. And if you do it now, it's too soon. It's 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 it would be too soon. And furthermore, it's now in my mind
1: that I think Colt Greg sold me. Cole's going to turn on Max. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I think MJF not pulling the trigger sort of solidified that he's going to be the one to to get turned on. Because even in that moment, right, Cole knew that he was going to get got, but he was prepared for it to happen. And that means that when the shoe is on the other foot, he's going to do it. He's Um, the one that was prepared for it to happen.
2: And then... Max tosses the belt. The crowd starts chanting, hug it out. They hug in the middle of the ring. And guess what, folks? We've got ourselves a story. now. Because yeah. now, now we can let go. And you can have weeks more of like, no, they're really just best friends in a tag team. Now you needed something to solidify why they would care for each other cuz so far that thing hadn't happened like all these vignettes of them going out whatever people go out with people every day that doesn't mean they're really friends this was the moment when it could have gone bad and they chose each
1: other well no not they chose MJF chose Cole right right that's the thing MJ- MJF chose Cole because right there even though Cole knew that he was in the in the victim spot he was ready for it to just be over right then and there,
2: and instead, together, forever, beautiful moment. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I got to tell you though, let me say one other thing about Collision. Uh, I'll say one good, one bad. The good news, Collision feels like a real show. There, there's something there. It is clear. It is immediately supplanted. Rampage. Rampage is clearly now like the B show. And collision's almost like 1A, right? It feels like a real show, and I hope that lasts because it's fun to have wrestling on Saturday night. I dig it. Downside. Yo, CM Punk <laughs> n- not talking about what needs to be talked about, like going the other way. And again, I want to be clear. We don't know. A lot of us assumed, C- not you, SGG, but a lot of people assumed CM Punk was in the wrong right and like he must have done people dirty he's a bad guy blah 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 and he did some bad guy things i think particularly his handling like i said of the whole thing with tony sitting next to him was whack yeah
1: crazy that was crazy
2: no matter what that's your boss that was yeah i think we all agree but the truth is none of us actually know between the elite and cm punk what happened none of us know
1: i don't know i don't care i mean i do but what the I go, care about the gossip mode. in me cares. Yeah, of course, <laughs> but, but the the, wrestling fan the, in me doesn't care. The real
2: wrestling fan in me. The only thing the wrestling fan in me cares about is do it on TV. Exactly. And because Punk is not doing it, his his promos, like he cut one on Saturday, they feel like phony, baloney wrestling stereotype. Oh, this is a story They're, when you know there's a real thing hanging out there and then you see him spray an X on the belt and go back to I'm hardcore, it's like this is such a story when we know there's a real story yeah. sitting right there. It went from like it went from like will they or won't they talk about it to now to not talk about it
1: feels just like this elephant in the room to me every time he has the mic in his hand. Am I wrong? No, I don't think you're wrong at all. I don't think you're wrong at all. Um obviously he needs the elite to also be willing to talk about it and do it, but uh, Right, know, right, right.
2: Exactly. It may not be him. Right. <laughs> right. It may not right. be him. He may be down to do it, but it's hurting him. He's the yeah. one being hurt by it more because the elite were multiple people and they right away got into other things. Punk's one person who was at the center of it and he disappeared immediately after and came back. Yeah. So For a long time. It's much more stark with him that he's not talking about it. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do with Punk because um, I guess the Ricky Stark thing, well, you know, th- th- there's some interest there. I do like Ricky Starks as a heel. I will say that.
1: He it's is, tough for them, go, though, to like... They're going to be going head-to-head on s- Saturday against SummerSlam. Like, Oh,
2: no, it's a wrap. Man, that's it's a, it's a, that's it's a, a tough rumor. ask. Yeah, that... No, listen, it's a rumor. And then the one other crazy thing, bro... I did not realize that all in and all out were a week apart.
1: Yeah. Do you know that? Yeah. Like when they announced it, people looked at the dates and was like, "Oh, this is I don't what the hell is that? <laughs> this is insane." Yo, after Wembley,
2: if it comes off as good as it could potentially could, wouldn't you just? I'd sit on that
1: for a long time. Yeah. No. He's like, and that's the thing too that's tripping people up is like, nothing's been announced yet for um all in so yeah in
2: in fact punk mentioned it the other day and he was the first he was like since no one else has mentioned it (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah so i mean that that seems like a miss to me already you know what i mean like i know they sold a gang of tickets i know people are hyped about it um it's in the uk so the show is you know that uk crowd is is undefeated so the show is definitely gonna be a spectacle well no and you know And you know
2: they put together, I mean, I don't know about two weeks in a row, but I'm sure the first week they'll pull off a great card. Because they you can count on AEW for a solid uh, pay-per-view card.
1: Yeah, but they got to give the people something to look forward to. Like, the people who are not going to be in that building.
2: I can't believe it's a week apart.
1: Are they going to pay for pay-per-view just to see what an AEW show looks like? That's on, a good point. In a stadium? If they're not, you know what I mean? Like, maybe, you got to give people something to buy. Yo, what if they really,
2: what if they don't, maybe the fact they haven't mentioned it, what if they don't go that hard on all in on US TV and like they make it more about the live event and focus on all out?
1: I don't know that that feels like a mistake. August
2: 27th to September 3rd. Uh, That's that's very interesting. I did not realize that. All right, let's move on to this weekend. August 5th, the slam of the summer, SummerSlam 2023. um let's just get into the matches and we can talk about some of the things we saw over the last several days um we'll start off with what i know sug is incredibly excited for the (laughs) SummerSlam battle battle royal oh yeah you know i love a good over the top uh confirmed (laughs) participants la Knight, yeah uh seamus champa shinsuke otis and chad gable I will say that is, it is kind of fun. I hope they, when was the last time we had a
1: battle royal on a main card? It's been a long time. It has to be one of the Andre's. It has to be an Andre from like years ago. Yeah. So that actually does, it is, it
2: is throwback in that way, right? It does excite me. It is a little, it does give you mania two vibes.
1: It does, but, I mean, they're going to really need to beef up this uh, this uh, Battle Royal if it's going to be as mage as the ones in years past. I mean, it does have it does have L.A. Knight, yeah? <laughs> it does. It does. But, I mean, how are they going to showcase him in a Battle Royal? That's the problem with Battle Royals, right? Is that people come to expect more of something from people. And a battle royal doesn't really give people something because it's too crowded. And it's not the Royal Rumble. Let's just be clear. A battle royal is just not going to ever be Royal Rumble levels.
2: Let's see. Um, It was part of the kickoff at Mania
1: 35. It was part of the kickoff at 34. 34. When Jay won the Andre, though, was it on the kickoff? 2017 kickoff at 33.
2: Um, it looks okay. The match was on the main card with Shaq in it in 30 32. at 32. So it's been quite a while, SGG. It looks like we're going back to 2016 since we've had one of the since one of the Andre battle royals was on the actual card. So now we don't know a lot of the names in it, but listen, if LA Knight doesn't win the battle Royal, I think I really have to start reading into these rumors you read online about him like not making friends backstage or something. Yeah. I'm already a little worried about that right now, to be honest. Why doesn't is that? It? Because you re- have you read that? Have you read
1: that? Supposedly I have read that. that. I have so, read that
2: because I'm trying to make sense of. The one that we got emails about and a lot of people talked about was Smackdown at the garden a few weeks ago, the, the, the night before the wedding, the fact that they used him not on TV felt so weird. Like he was just so hot at that moment. I, I understand he doesn't have a major story right
1: now, but like, how are, how do they not find TV time for him? Yeah. I mean, I'm of two minds with that, right? Cause I know that TV is prime real estate for making a major star, right? That's right. But then I also, there also have been times in history where they have made major stars by making the fans want them more and keeping them off TV. Now, I don't know where LA Knight falls in that, if that like him being off TV is a sign that things are not going well for him backstage or is a sign that they have bigger plans for him and they're trying to use him sparingly, I really don't know. But I do know that the fans are responding very well to him. And regardless of how much he's getting into backstage, it is very hard for people to to turn away from the fact that... the, the And by people, I mean the decision makers, right? It would be very hard for them to turn away from the fact that he's a number one merch seller and the fans pop for him and the people want to see him do right. anything. Well, yeah, i like, like, how... Like,
2: how bad a guy would he have to be acting like backstage for that to be ignored? And he just like, they like, are like we're just going to like, I don't know, man. I really hope that's not the case. I know back in the day, if you look at his story when he originally was fired from WWE, I think they didn't like him on social media or something. Right. So, you know, listen, I'm, he does. Does he come off to me like he has a bit of a chip on his shoulder? Yes, but he yeah. should. Yeah, but he should. He's 40 years old. He's been doubted. He's been fired. He's been down. He's been out. But I'll tell you right now, SGG, let's assume nothing. Let's just leave the slate blank And um, based on what we've seen. To me, I don't know who else is going to be in that battle royal. I haven't spent a lot of time thinking who's been left off the card. But the first thought that comes to my mind is picture the visual you get. Of him winning that battle royal in front of a football stadium. That's a first moment. That's a nice mm-hmm. that's a nice little LA night start to get us on the road to WrestleMania where hopefully when we get there, he'd then be involved in something big. I right. see title match, some sort of real story. But man, for I don't know the last time I've
1: seen someone this over without any story whatsoever. Right. And not not just without any story whatsoever, right? With going through stories that would have killed people off, right? Like the Bray Wyatt thing was cool, and then it ended up in like a, a branded match, yeah, that was super weird, and that's how he started his year. He was supposed to, he was supposed to be on a downward slope after that, and he's only gone up to the point where people probably even forget that that match had even happened.
2: That's such a good point. that, that could have killed a lot of people. We just spent 10 minutes on the battle royal. We should probably keep things moving. Um, you, you said it was going to be the most exciting thing. We so. uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler will have an MMA rules match. I am going to assume that Ronda Rousey gets a big win here.
1: I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to assume that it's Shayna, right? I
2: love it. I love what you're saying.
1: I, listen, that video package last night, was incredible first of all in terms of just setting the oh it was scene, very cool yeah setting the table for the story and establishing shayna as the underdog who is only an underdog because of how people perceive her in comparison to ronda right it's like it's not that she can't fight it's not that she's not capable it's that she hasn't been given the opportunities that ronda has and now she has the perfect opportunity she's gonna tear her friend's head off like she's been doing to the rest of the wwe roster And I I don't even know if I call her her friend at this point, right? So she's just as vulnerable as anybody who's been standing across the ring from Shayna Baszler. Hungry Shayna is scary, even for a motivated Ronda.
2: And now it's MMA rules. So that's going to be interesting. I wonder how that's going to feel. So hold on a second. Mm -hmm. Are they going to, like, have a
1: worked MMA match? Yeah. I mean, of course. course. Or they're not going to let them go out there. But it's MMA spar? It's MMA rules, but they're not in an octagon. No. Maybe, they're- though. But maybe, right? Because what if we see the li- – like, we've seen that on paper before, right? They have the fight pit, but that requires them taking down the ring. But they also have had the lion's den at the end of the ramp. I think Owen Hart was in the lion's den. Ken Shamrock did a couple of lion's dens. So they could have the ring on one side and the cage somewhere else. For them that to would be in. interesting,
2: But 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 – MMA rules means it's knockout or tap out. That's it. That's right. It, yep. Because I wonder if they treat it differently and from a performance standpoint, do they still have it look like a wrestling match, but the rules are that or do they literally come out and work it like they're? because that would be so interesting and weird and probably hard
1: if they work it like an MMA match where they're like, yeah. trying to protect their neck, you know, they, that would
2: be <laughs> really hard. Kick. So that'll be interesting to see what they do with that. MMA rules match between Shayna and Rhonda. Um, this, this one should be uh, a doozy because it is Gunther, who of course will be joined by
0: Luther Kaiser
2: and Vinci uh, in his corner as the IC champion takes on Drew McIntyre. Drew was on the show last Friday. If you didn't hear it talking about wanting to steal the show, no reason to think that these guys don't have a hell of a match. and absolutely will and i wondered what was the angle yesterday in having chad gable
1: survive the clock with gunther are they establishing him as a next challenger i don't know or was
2: it to show like some sort of level like a a a little bit of weakness in gunther before going into this match but then he of course beats the hell out of him right after right
1: (laughs) And that's why, that's why it doesn't show any, that, listen, surviving five minutes with Gunther, I'm not saying it's an easy thing, but I'm saying Gunther spends so much time toying with people that it, you, you can survive five minutes just by Gunther allowing it. There's a lot that Gunther allows <laughs> to go down in that rig. And then, like you saw what after the you, match, he just blasted him. Uh, who do you like in this match? Listen... Gunther has backup. <laughs> Gunther has Imperium. Drew is by himself, and Drew is a formidable foe. But Gunther has a squad, and it's very hard to go against the guy with the squad, especially as a guy who can who can handle you without the squad. So I'm going. Um, I'm going Gunther. Um.
2: Oh man, I'm gonna go Gunther this time around too. I do think eventually Drew may take it off of him.
1: Yeah, I think so too, but I, I don't think right now. Now, let me ask you this before we get to the next match. All right. Do you think Gunther is going to pass Honky Tonk Man? He's, he's very close right now. How close is he? Do you think he gets there? I can pull it up for you. Um, I think he's about to pass Pedro Morales if he didn't already. So, as of three days ago, Gunther was at 414 days. Honky Tonk is at 453. Pedro Morales is at 424. So, if Gunther gets uh, past- And what's Gunther at? 414 as of three days ago. So, he's like 417. If he gets past Drew, he passes Pedro. And then Honky Tonk Man is right there in his sights. Do you think he takes down- honky Tonk's man's uh 453 day reign
2: i mean why not i mean with all due respect to honky-tonk man i feel like gunther's a very respectable person to have as the <laughs> all-time greatest icy champ
1: well longest reigning i don't know all-time greatest people will debate you on that but longest reigning is hard to argue harder to argue
2: well nuts it would actually be impossible at that point <laughs> yeah it would be the longest reign there'd be it no will, there'd be no debate to be, be had. No
1: arguing yeah exactly
2: I mean, we could, we could debate if we want, but we'll be wasting our own time.
1: His um, reign is already better than Honky Talk Band's, though I'll say that.
2: Well, your reign on the top is short like leprechauns. Uh, let's, speaking of short like leprechauns, uh, Ricochet versus Logan Paul. How tall is Ricochet, actually? He is 5'9". I love it. Okay. How tall is Logan Paul? Logan Paul. I feel like Logan Paul's like like 6'1". That's interesting. Logan Paul's height doesn't come up on the side right away when you get to him. Like it's like not like he's listed like an athlete.
1: Isn't that weird? That is very weird. It, it, he's it a, has he's his, a WWE superstar at this point.
2: Yeah, it has. his, it says he's an American social media personality, actor, and professional wrestler. That's like not even fully right. He he's having a, he's already signed on to do another boxing match soon. Did he? Yeah, him and KSI are having matches on the same night in a couple months.
1: Oh my god. I respect
2: it. You know he, he's willing, he's will he's do whatever to get to the back.
1: Well, and by the way, and he's going up against Jake Paul this weekend, it's on TV. Yeah, he said he said in the interview too that he was hoping to like right after his match, get on a jet and try to get down to I think it's Dallas to go walk his brother out. Oh, he's gonna try to make it. He is gonna try to make it. We'll see. It remains to be seen if he actually. Wait, how does. long's the flight to Detroit to, from Detroit to Dallas? It's got to be like a couple of hours, at least three hours. I don't know if I think that's
2: possible, fam.
1: How long
2: is the flight from Detroit? This is from the D to the D. Hey yo, yeah,
1: two hours and forty five minutes, nonstop. Okay, but that but he has to get from Ford Field to the airport. He's flying private. Let's face it. So that's that's doable.
2: So let's say so that that would mean potentially if this is a real thing and he's he, where do he say he's trying to do it on his on his podcast? Yeah, so if that's a real thing yeah. w- that he has to have the first match, right? Yeah, he's got to open the show and it's is the show at eight eastern it is correct yes, so let's say he's done at eight thirty let's let's be generous and say. He somehow is on his private jet at nine, which I think is very tough. (laughs) Right. Then you're talking about landing in Dallas at 1145. Yeah. Eastern. Mm -hmm. I mean, I suppose there's a world these days since it's Saturday night and it's Jake Paul where they don't have his fight on until 1230. It could happen. Ring walk is scheduled at 11 p.m. Eastern for Jake Paul. It's not happening.
1: They're saying ring walk 11 o'clock?
2: Yeah.
1: It's not happening. The only way it happens if, is if Ricochet gets served up to the wrestling gods and he jumps into one of those, the one lucky punch, and the match is over by 810.
2: I thought he was just going to say, like, I'm going to make sure I'm somewhere where
1: I can watch the fight afterwards. <laughs> no, he said you want to walk him down. No, that's going to be very tough, bro. He can, he, can be, he can probably be in the ring afterwards, but he's not making it.
2: Oh, yeah. If, if the fight goes long, he can make it by the end, but not if it's actually 11. But I mean, when they say those ring walk times, which is a new thing that they even have those fully, they're not always right.
0: But, Maybe you know, they wait I mean, for him.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I could see that being like it ends up being midnight, but they'd have to plan accordingly. You couldn't have no fights for the last hour. Right. But, you know, but, but boxing is crazy. They have to get boxing. those
1: video packages up.
2: Boxing's so weird, though. When I went to the Ryan Garcia, Javante uh, Davis fight a few months back. Yeah. We got there at, let's see, Vegas time, it was like 7 o'clock. We got there early, 7.30. I knew we would would have missed maybe one undercard fight. Maybe it would be the middle of the second. Dude, they were all knockouts. When we walked in the (laughs) building, the only fight left was the main event. Oh, my God. And we we and they 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 stalled for about a half hour, and then it had to go. But that's the thing about boxing—you never know how long right. it's going to take. Um, speaking of which, if you didn't watch the Terence Crawford domination of Errol Spence over the weekend, it was—I uh, <sighs> mean, sheesh! All right, Ricochet Logan Paul—we've talked about this match a lot. We're super excited for it. By the way, I thought Logan Paul was fantastic on the mic yesterday—maybe his best promo. Um agreed. he's really getting there. He's really starting to get it. Um, I'm going to give Logan Paul a big old win at SummerSlam. I'm gonna go ricochet.
1: I feel like he needs it. Yeah, come on, yeah,
2: you're, you're crazy. He needs, now now he you're saying, needs, listen, Logan Paul has has he's getting what momentum. he needs. He's getting Lo- a huge win at SummerSlam.
1: Logan, I mean Paul a huge a huge all- I'm sorry.
2: The win is that he's getting a huge match at SummerSlam, I
1: should say. (laughs) Logan Paul has all the momentum. Logan Paul's a guy that can drop in, as you've seen over the years, anywhere. And he makes it work and performs like he belongs there. Ricochet is the guy that needs some momentum to go forward. He's the guy who's going to be there years from now that that needs to start picking up some of these wins. He can't just be the guy that you throw on the big show to get obliterated. All right.
2: Your funeral. (laughs) <laughs> going ricochet one of four main events roman reigns versus jay uso tribal combat for the undisputed wwe universal championship and recognition of the tribal chief
1: i am going with roman reigns yeah i mean listen all love and respect to jay uso no nah, i don't try to clean it up it's too late great, great guy he knows you didn't, where you're going. You didn't, even, you didn't even acknowledge him. I'm acknowledging him. I'm acknowledging Jay Uso. Right. Not as the winner in a, an eventual tribal chief. Oh, but that's as terrible. A, as a great talent. No one wants to be recognized as a great guy. <laughs> Everyone wants to be recognized as a great guy. But no, this match is going to be, I think, a lot of fun. Yeah. I think so, too. That was Jake Jay pulling out the spear on SmackDown. Unexpected. I think that adds another wrinkle to it. And I think that says to everybody that this match is not going to be like the previous matches that we saw from them. Because like they keep saying, at the beginning of this reign, we saw Roman and Jay Uso a lot. So just the fact that Jay is busting out new moves and they have this tribal combat, which I still am not sure what that's going to look like, uh, it says that they are... They're going to give us something different, something special.
2: I just... I'm not feeling this is the moment. You know what I mean? Like, I think... It would be an odd time to have it truly come to an end because it doesn't even. It doesn't even. F- I don't know that it feels like necessarily the A story going into Wrestle going into Summerslam. Uh,
1: well, what's what would be the A story if not this I, story? I kind of kind of
2: feeling Cody Brock. Interesting. I just, I just I I don't know. You know what I'm saying. Even if you don't feel that, it does feel like a weird slight lull for the bloodline storyline. It's been a real slow move the last month. They didn't have a lot to do to get us from point. A. We've talked about that. They moved inch by inch Mm -hmm. over the last month. And I don't know, man, I, I, for a long time, I thought Jay would be the one. I'm just not feeling it's going to happen right now, but I can't wait to see it. Oscar, Charlotte, Bianca, Don't know that I see a change here. I don't know that I see the impetus for a change here. So I will go safe and say Asuka.
1: Yeah, this one of the whole card is probably the toughest to predict because you could see any one of them walking out with the championship. And you could see any one of them (laughs) sort of eating the pin or like, you know, maybe no one's tapping out, but definitely, you know, there has to be a winner. And I'm going to go with... I'm gonna go with Bianca Belair. Although, again, any one of these women, these are all safe picks for your WWE's women's champion, right? Like there's no, there's no wrong, wrong person. No, no, it there will be someone about- wrong.
2: And it's gonna be you. Um <laughs> Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. You know what? I I I think it might be judgment day takeover time. How about that? I'm going with Finn Balor to become the new world heavyweight champion. Why
1: not? why not because Damian Priest is thirsty man they've been like Finn and Damian Priest as much as they've said they're on the same page that briefcase is causing problems and I think it's going to cause problems again and Seth is going to be there to take advantage of it so I'm going Seth freaking Rollins
2: All right, it's going to be very interesting I have to imagine Dom and Rhea play a big factor there because they're not they don't have a match neither of them has a match which is crazy
1: yeah, I mean, Dom had his match at uh, NXT, right? He is the North American champion. That uh, that is correct. Successfully defended his championship in a in a major triple threat match. God, him and, him and Dash. Rhea,
2: they him and Rhea are so major right now, dude. It's amazing to see what more time they are like the perfect case study in how like sometimes just giving people more and more time, they just get better and better and better. Yeah. Um all right, we got a roll here. So we're not going to even have time to get to mailbag this week. We're going to have to do all of that on Friday. It's quite all right. Let's close out Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Cody's documentary is up right now. Come on, man. You know it's Cody time. I refuse to see it any other way. I won't hear it. I won't have it. I don't know how, but by hook or by crook, Cody Rhodes will beat Brock Lesnar.
1: Yeah, I mean, I hear you. I feel you, but also this is this is Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I mean, Cody Rhodes' doc is up. It's incredible from what I've heard. I haven't had time to sit down and actually tap into it. Cody Rhodes is on a roll. Cody Rhodes is probably the most popular person in the wrestling industry, not named Roman Reigns.
2: I think maybe even including men people named Roman Reigns. <laughs> but how like that?
1: But this is Brock Lesnar it's It's hard to beat against, to bet against the guy who you know four months in beat the rock at SummerSlam, broke the streak, just annihilated john Cena to to capture the unified championship, and this is before he went evil farm boy on on us. He tried to kill a man with a tractor at uh SummerSlam last year. I'm going Brock Lesnar fair, what you say
2: is fair, but you will be wrong. And uh yeah I do want to watch American Nightmare becoming Cody Rhodes. I've not seen it and I'm very curious to take it in. Uh I heard we did they not- got
1: some uh aew slash being the Elite footage in there. Maybe not AEW, but being the Elite. Which is Yeah, and I I, think I, I know they t-
2: I know he I know he talks about I know he certainly talks about AEW a bit. Yeah. Um and by the way, uh before we go, uh got to say Shout-out to uh, Gable Steveson, who had his debut um, at the Great American Bash. Double count-out against Baron Corbin. They Actually, that match was pretty fun. Yeah, and I, I like that it's continuing the feud. I agree. I, it would have been so easy to just have him beat Baron Corbin like everyone else seems to, but <laughs> they, they're building on something instead. I liked it. I got to tell you, I like the way Steveson st- uh, sells. He's like a very it's kind of over the top like he really like takes punches like hard i don't know i enjoyed it i dug it um so if you haven't gotten to the great american bash um uh ria and dom were fantastic and the, the Stevenson thing was very cool to see as well there was a lot of good stuff on that card actually yo, that, main that, event. Out. That,
1: that main event that main event
2: i haven't even i haven't even watched the dragon off and mellow yet just seen the highlights
1: <laughs> yo that was a Craziness? statement match that was a statement match from both of them.
2: Oh, I got to go watch the main event. I'm going to do that tonight. Um, guys, we will be back later this week. We'll get into your submissions for the Varvatos uh, suit contest. The Natalie Heel turn, of course. We'll do some mailbag. Welcome back to Troy the Goy, whose book is out. Uh, yes, it's it, is the book out, Troy, or is that, is that pre-order? It's available for pre-order. Available for pre-order. Great. And what, what is the name of the book and where people find this? It is called Surrender, colon, A Guide to Living Your Best Life in Your 20s. The physical book uh, is available for pre-order on Barnes & Noble, only in the United States. If you fancy yourself an e-book reader, you can go to Amazon and pre-order it there. I got news for you. You are going to get a few sales from the peckerheads who are going to go, what the hell did Troy write a book about?
1: I have to see for myself. <laughs> link, link is in the Discord. So, so the, like, hey, the, the link is in the Discord. Discord, I'll it put out. it in
2: the show notes, too. Thank you, Peckerheads. I would I would very much appreciate it. They love you, and they will. I read some pieces yesterday. It's fascinating. Fascinating stuff here. Getting oh inside the brain of, of Troy the Goy. It wow. is. Yeah. A, it is a, I mean, if I sell enough of these, I don't ever have to work on GP to get. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all hope for that. Uh, <laughs> Troy, congrats, mm. uh, everyone. Stay major. In- Enjoy yourself. We'll talk to you later this week. Alright, take it easy, SG. And
1: enjoy yourself. And thank you, is thank
2: you. The main event of the evening. At this time, I would like to introduce in the corner to my left
1: the majesty.
2: Sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg. And then I went to makeup and like sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together. Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time. I
1: would like to introduce. Shout out to that guy, Red. Redheart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. m m m mitch